When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 25th edition, 10-game DraftKings slate on tap, nine games on FanDuel. The 10th game is the game one of the doubleheader between the Giants and the Padres, so be careful with that. But welcome to the final MLB DFS Quick Hits of the regular season. I will be back off and on throughout the playoffs, depends on the size of the slate and the, uh, the timing of it all and all that good stuff, but I am here to wrap up your MLB season. I hope it's been a great one for you. And if you've enjoyed it, if you've enjoyed the show, if you've won some money, go give a, a rating and review on iTunes. I'd really, really appreciate it. MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes. Rating review would mean a ton to me. It helps out a, a lot, more than most people realize. So okay, take a couple minutes out of your day. would really mean a lot. You can follow me on Twitter at BDentric. If you have any questions or whatever, I can help you there. Go to the free Fantasy Sports DGN Slack chat. Jump in there. It's free. Just give me a, a shout and I'll get you in there. Also, you can watch the video daily on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. So give it a, a subscribe, a like, a share, all that good stuff. And last but not least, give me a uh, – if you want to join Rotoballer's premium package, use uh, promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. All right, let's get in to the 10 games. 10 games, crazy. So, uh, there's a bunch of doubleheaders today, like I mentioned. Game one of the Giants, Padres doubleheader is a part – of this wonderful slate so that'll make things very interesting to say the least but um let's get cracking on the totals on this slate we have the likes of marlins yankees nine and a half red sox braves 10 padres giants waiting on a total there pirates indians seven and a half tigers royals eight and a half astros rangers eight and a half reds twins eight and a half cubs white Sox eight and a half Brewers Cardinals waiting on a total there is uh that's a game of a doubleheader, so don't matter for us. Angels, Dodgers, eight and a half, Mariners, A's eight and a half. So lots going on uh on this slate. Lots of decent totals around the eight to eight and a half, which makes sense when you look at the pitching on this slate. The pitch is actually pretty decent to wrap things up here. So let's get at it. Three pitchers over ten thousand dollars. You got you Darvish at 10-8 at the Chicago White Sox. Darvish vying for the NL Cy Young, and rightfully so. But absolutely masterful. His last couple starts, a little more hiccups than normal for Darvish. But the strikeouts are there. The floor is still phenomenal. It's a White Sox team, though, that you do get a little concerned about. They strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. But 256 average, 70, uh, a 181 ISO. Let's see what they're doing in just the month of September. Let's narrow things down. So it's, a, it's about a you know, four-week, almost four-week sample size. Give us an idea of how things are uh, you know stacking up coming into tonight's action. And when you look at the White Sox over September, still about 27% K rate to 254. Not a whole heck of a lot has changed when you look at the uh, the White Sox over this stretch of time. So uh, Darvish, very strong play, very risky play because it's the White Sox. But I don't mind him at that price point. On Fandle, where he's 11-2, it's tough to get there with the next guys we'll talk about. But on DraftKings at 
Very viable. There's good SP2s you can match them up with. No problem with that at all. Clayton Kershaw, $10,000. Very, very strong play. I love me some Clayton Kershaw tonight against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Put up a 28 spot against them earlier this year. He has 20 or more points in all but two starts this season. Basically, has 24 or more points in all but two starts this season. I guess the biggest concern you're going to have tonight is how many innings does Clayton Kershaw go because the Dodgers have wrapped it all up pretty much. I'm pretty sure have wrapped up the one seed. So they really have no incentive except to get him some innings. Contrarian angle, he'll pretty much be working on regular rest when he makes his start in the postseason. So that's good. We saw Walker Buehler go four innings last night off the IL. So you'd imagine Kershaw goes at least five or six. I'm, like, I'm not sure he's going to go the distance. But if you can get six innings out of Kershaw against the Angels, that's big. A team that doesn't strike out a lot versus lefties, a 16% K rate versus lefties, they're hitting 319 with a 230 ISO and a 392 Woba in the month of September. So the Angels are hitting lefties very, very well in September. That's something to keep in mind in this matchup against Kershaw. At the same time, I'm respecting a lot of what Clayton Kershaw is doing. I'm pretty sure the Angels haven't faced the likes of Clayton Kershaw in a lot of these matchups. So definitely a guy I can get behind at $10,000. I think it's a very, very strong price point. The Angels have a 3.3 team total. Lefty's 265, righty's 269 versus Kershaw. So you can definitely go to Clayton Kershaw, 10,800 less than Darvish. It's just interesting because, you know, you got Darvish on the road against a potent White Sox offense. You got Darvish at home against an Angels team that usually doesn't hit the ball well. They have been in the month of September, surprisingly, not to show good results or anything, but they are hitting it well. Walsh is hitting everything. Um, you know, you got Trout, you got Rendon, you got Upton, who's been a little better of late. So things to navigate there. The Kershaw 10K, I'm on board with. You got Danellis and Lamette at 97 against the Giants. You know, Lamette's been phenomenal this year. Just remember, game one of a doubleheader, only a seven inning game. Um, that could bode well for a complete game for Danellison. We'll see how it goes. The Giants' bats have been great, but Lamette at 97, it's interesting. I'd rather go to Kershaw at 10K, but in a tournament, I can see the argument for Lamette at 97. Now I start dropping down a little bit. If you want to get GPP on me, Andrew Heaney at 84 against the Dodgers. It's something you can look at because ch- check the lineup to see who's playing in the Dodgers lineup, but that could be an interesting angle. The other angle I'm a big fan of tonight is Tyler Molle on the road against the Minnesota Twins. Yes, I know. I'm not drinking. It's a bare, almost 6 a.m. Pacific time. Completely good to go. Been awake for a few hours, cup of coffee. Things are good. So uh, Tyler Molle has been absolutely outstanding of late. This is a guy that many in the fantasy world has wanted to get this job. You know, he's dominated the White Sox for 26.6, got hit a bit by St. Louis, just uh, didn't get the strikeouts, was walking guys. Start out before that, dominated the Cubs. We've seen him pitch okay against St. Louis, dominated the Cubs again. So the Cubs and the White Sox apparently are his bugaboo. Like he just loves them. But uh, eight or more Ks and three of five starts. He's shutting guys down. He has 26 or more points in three of five starts. He's basically an all or nothing arm. Thus, the GPP comment I made earlier. I think it's very intriguing against the Minnesota Twins, an offense we love a lot. They're striking out 24% of the time versus righty, sitting 259 in the month of September. Lots of power. GPP only, but Tyler Molle could be very, very interesting on this slate. Now, if you want to go to the safer play, the more popular play, the play you can match up with a Kershaw or a Darvish tonight, it's Chris Bassett at $7,900 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Bassett, three straight starts of 23 or more points. Uh, 16 or more in four of his last five. He's been electric. Six or more innings pitched in three straight starts. He has seven or more Ks in back-to-back starts. He's only allowed one run over his last three starts, and that was a solo home run in Texas. He's been great. 
Seattle Mariners offense has not. It's very, very simple. They're striking out almost 25% of the time versus righties in September with a 118 ISO, a 306 Wobe, and a 229 average. Phenomenal spot for Chris Bassett. I'm not even going to go too much farther into this. It's a, it's a lock and load of 3.14 total. Lefty's 304, righty's 294 versus Bassett. At uh, 7900 bucks. great. On FanDuel, I think he's 83. Makes for a very interesting tournament play to save some cash and get bats. So I think uh, I think we got a, a biggie here with Bassett. Great way to um, partner up with the big dogs up top. Spencer Turnbull will be interesting at 78 in a GPP. I can see the argument there. But my next guy is Jose Urquetti at 7100 bucks at the Texas Rangers. Um, it, with Urquetti, it's all about uh, the strikeouts. And for some reason this year, it's limited. And I think part of it is he missed so much time with COVID. He's still trying to get all his stuff together. He's limiting the damage. Two runs or less in all three outings this year. He's pitched six or more innings in three straight starts. But he's got 30 points, two starts. ago. otherwise eight and a half, 8.7. So he's not striking guys out. Two strikeouts, seven strikeouts, one strikeouts. You look back at last season, though, he was striking out uh, about 24% of the batters he faced and the minors over 30%. So the strikeout stuff's there. It's just, when's it going to show up? What's going on? What are you working with? Are you trying to get the feel? What's going on? Or Keddy? Texas might be the answer, folks. They're striking out 28.4% of the time. First right-handed pitching in the month of September, hitting 219 with a 280 Woba. This is a team to attack with right-handed pitching. Urquidy at 71 is great. You got to pray the strikeouts show up. They sh- like it's the best matchup to do it. If he doesn't do it tonight, so be it. I think he makes for a great SP2, great tournament play. If you don't want to use Bassett with Darvish or Kershaw, you can use Urquidy. If you want to match up Bassett and Urquidy and get all the bats, that is very, very viable on this night because there's a lot of really good bats. And on DraftKings, especially FanDuel, there's some value with some of these bats that are interesting. On DraftKings, you're going to have to pay up for the big boys. And if you want to do that, a Bassett or Ketty combo is very, very live this evening. Other than that, not a ton of punting. I like. I could see an argument for Mitch Keller at 6K against a Cleveland offense that's dreadful. Keller returned from the IL and was great. Six innings on 84 pitches. Six no-hit innings, no runs, two walks, six Ks for 23.7. That was not the guy we saw going into the – to the injury, but he came out banging. This is the guy we wanted to see all year for us fantasy people, but uh, he he held it from us. And again, he's facing Cleveland, who's just not hitting outside of Jose Ramirez, who's hitting everything. The rest of the team isn't striking out twenty four percent of the time, two thirty six average, two ninety five woba. So Mitch Keller at six K is a viable SP two on DK. Don't expect the start he, he had last time out, but he could probably get you fifteen to twenty as long as he doesn't get blown up, which Cleveland doesn't do a ton. So Mitch Keller, very viable as well. So it's, a, it's an interesting 10-game slate when it comes to pitching. Like you have Darvish up top at 10-8 versus the White Sox, but Kershaw's 10,000. If Kershaw goes his normal workload, Kershaw's the easy play here. There's just that small question because it's the Dodgers, and Dave Roberts loves to screw us on that. But Kershaw at 10,000, who I prefer over Darvish, just to save a few bucks. Danellis and Lamette at 97, interesting. 7-inning doubleheader game. See how that plays out. You can go Heaney in a GPP, Molly in a GPP, Turnbull in a GPP in the middle. I don't trust them in cash, but they have GPP viability. Where Kershaw and and Darvish cash viable. Chris Bassett seventy nine hundred bucks in all formats. He's your SP two or your SP one. Even on Fanduel, he can be your SP. So keep Bassett in mind at seventy nine. Then her kitty at seventy one, good value, and then Mitch Keller at six K as well. I think the your kitty. Bassett combo is very attractive when it comes to getting all the bats. So I think I'm going to look there. If not, Bassett Kershaw is where I'll be planting my flag if I'm making a single entry on tonight's slate. Let's talk to the bats on this one. Catcher's position now. You got Salvi Perez is at 5K versus Spencer Turnbull. Went deep again last night. Two homers the night before. He's hitting the living snot out of the baseball. 
It's hard to pay that much for a catcher, but he's been worth every penny. Spencer Turnbull has limited the damage. Only get up two home runs all season, so keep that in mind. But uh, Salvi's stroking it, so if you're feeling it, go with some Salvi at 5K. Otherwise, like usual at the position, save a few bucks. That's all you got to do. Save just a few. You don't have to save them all, just a few. Let's drop into at least the 3K range here and see what we can find. Max Stassi, if you're not using Kershaw, Stassi loves lefties. He's 3,500. Not sure I'm running to pay that against Kershaw, but he's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Otherwise, guys like Jorge Alfaro at 29 versus J.A. Happ, that brings some nice value. If you're not using Arkitty and he is not striking guys out, so that means lots of balls in play, Sam Huff at Texas at 28 is a decent uh, punt play as well. Victor Caratini at 26 versus Cease, I don't mind either. So check the lineups. You're going to get some catching value for sure. Uh, Tucker Barnhart's 2,100 against Barrios. I love Barrios, but 2,100, that's what you're looking for. I got yourself a punt. Give me a couple hits or something. Let's see what happens. First base position, you got belly bombs, but Freddie Freeman versus Maza at 54 is electric factory. I love the Braves tonight. There's no reason not to love the Braves tonight. They have a total of almost 5'7 highest on the slate. Lefty's 383, righty's 350 versus Maza. Yes, give me some Freddie Freeman. He's going to Ding Dong City tonight. You heard it here. You heard it on the Lion Star show. Freddie Freeman going deep tonight. So I love him at 5,400. Luke Voigt's always in play versus righties. That's a, that's a strong one as well. Um, going farther down the list, though, you could look at the likes of Jared Walsh versus Kershaw on a GPP at 47. I guess super contrarian. Could be very interesting. But I still prefer Freeman so far. There's arguments that can be made for many of these guys. But Freeman, I, I'm just glued on him right now unless you're punting. Like if you're stacking Cleveland versus Keller, Carlos Santana at 4K – has a little bit of upside here. He's just ice cold in a buck 14 over his last 10. I tell you this, this Indians offense is bad outside of Jose Ramirez. So that makes Keller so much more intriguing in that matchup. But like Brandon Belt versus Lamette at 39. You can get to Lamette with lefties. But Bobby Dahlback against Kyle Wright, I like Boston. I like that Boston Atlanta game as a whole. Highest team total on the slate. Both pitchers are not good. Bobby D at 39. I talked about him yesterday. How well he's hitting the ball. Hardy's hitting the ball. Uh, picked up five points for you last night. But uh, the power is legit with Bobby D. He's 3,900 versus Wright. So he's a guy, if you don't want to pay up for Freeman, you can save some money and go down there. Or you got like Garrett Cooper versus J.A. Happ at 36, or his teammate Jesus Aguilar, who went deep last night, is 31 versus Happ. So Aguilar and Cooper, but Aguilar especially at 31, very nice value in that matchup um, against Happ. So check your lineups, see what uh, pops up in that respect. But Freddie Freeman, like him a lot tonight. Second base position, you got Ozzy Albies at 54, another smashing play. LeMahieu at 53, both really, really strong. Give me Albies over LeMahieu, but both in play this evening. Jose Altuve, yes, Jose Altuve. And the Houston Nationals in general went off last night. Altuve went deep. He's up to 4,700. Those days of a cheap Altuve, gone. So that was fun while it lasted. Kiki Hernandez at 4K versus Heaney is always something to keep an eye on when you're um, attacking lefties with the Doyers. But you drop below 4K, you can take looks at guys like Marwin Gonzalez at 36 for value. Donovan Solano at 36. Not must plays, but they're in play um, at their positions. But not a ton down here. Like usual second base, you got to kind of pay up for of late uh, in the season here. Nothing really standing out except maybe John Birdie versus half at 24. That's what I could see. Usually I hit towards the top of the order, unfortunately. But, you know, last night, three for four, double, two ribbies. He runs like crazy when he gets on. You can run on Gary Sanchez. So 2400 bucks for Birdie. Does make for a good punt, second base outfield eligible. I prefer to punt him at second over the outfield if I need to. Third base, you got J-Ram at 56, the only piece of Cleveland that scares me because he is just absolutely in fuego, averaging over 16 points his last 10. He has six homers, five doubles, hitting 421. 
He's doing it all of late. So J-Ram at 56 is uh, definitely worth the price of admission if you can afford it. LeMahieu at 53. Devers at 52. Devers with a letdown last night. Another great spot tonight against Kyle Wright. So you could bounce back to that if you prefer. Really good look there. Um, if you're stacking New York, Gio Yershella never gets uh, the love he deserves. He's 4,800. Bregman had a big night last night, put up 33 DK points. Just uh, a single shy of the cycle, went three for five with a double, triple home run, and much, much more. So if you're stacking Houston against uh, Cody, it's not a bad thing to do because Cody, not good. Astros have a 4.83 team total. Lefties 163, righties hitting 333 off Cody. So some reverse splits and a very small sample. So keep that in mind. But a guy like um, Bregman at 47, Atuve, Springer, those types could be very interesting. A few others to take a gander at this evening. Josh Donaldson at 41 if you're fading Molly is not a bad price tag. Brian Anderson at 39 versus Hap if you're going Miami versus Hap. Um, Anderson at that price point, not too bad. Marlins have a 3.9 team total. Lefties 271. Righties 337 off of Hap. So you can have some fun there. Mikel Franco went deep last night. If you're stacking the Royals, he's a $3,900 cheapie to put in there. He's got double-digit points in three of his last four games. So Franco at 39, nice affordable asset to go with your Merrifields, your Mondeses, your Salvies that are all expensive on DraftKings. On Fandle, though, <laughs> you get a little bit of a discount. But um, Franco at 39, don't hate it. Uh, Cabrian Hayes, if you're not paying Carrasco at 36, definitely has some appeal in his matchup. Went deep a couple days ago, hitting 329 with four Jimmy Jacks on the season. So not too shabby there. And then other than that, not a lot of punting unless Edwin Rios faces the lefty, which we usually don't prefer, but it's there. Yeah, not much else down below Hayes. Shortstop position, Corey Seager at 56 is interesting. Lindor, man, he's been disappointing, but he's 54. You can look at Fernando Tatis, just remember seven inning games, so he might lose in a bat, so that stinks. So you're not really going too high at shortstop compared to usual. I could start with uh, Xander Bogarts at 49. I really like Mondesi at 48. He's 29 on FanDuel. You just play him on FanDuel. Just play him. That's what you do. But on DK, 10 or more points in three or four, eight or more in four straight. The guy is raking right now, stealing bases like crazy. He's uh, 4800 bucks versus the Bull, so I don't mind that at all. In his matchup, I mentioned Correa. I'd rather go to Mondesi for $200 more. Oregon out of Glaber Torres at 43. Dansby Swanson only 41 is a bit of a value. He's been priced up of late. Uh, dropping down a little bit, nine points last night, 923-19-7 in his last four. He was priced at 49-52-47-46. Now against Chris Mazzi, he drops to 41. Don't get that at all. Enjoy the savings. Enjoy it because I, I know he's moved down in the order. So maybe that's what it is, but you put him down there, you wrap him around with your Acunas, your Freemans, your Albies, Zunas, whatever. Have some fun with that. Swanson at 41. Good savings to get a piece of a very strong Atlanta offense tonight against Boston. Miguel Rojas at 39. If you're going all in on AJ, uh, J.A. Happ, you could go that direction. Jorge Polanco at 37, another uh, decent price tag. But if you're not paying for Swanson or one of the guys up top, Willie Castro at only 3,400 against um, uh, Keller of Kansas City is really, much, really, really in play. Uh, Castro, 12 or more points in three straight games, seven or more points in four of five, um, five of six if you want. He has uh, 20 or more points in 3 of 10. He has 12 or more points in 5 of 10. Basically, I looked into his September numbers. He's hit safely in all but, I think, three September games. He's been very, very productive this season. So Willie Castro at 34 against Keller. You've got to get behind that as a nice value uh, on tonight's slate. And then other than that, not too much standing out at this point in time. Outfield position should be loaded on a slate like this, as you'd expect. Like Betts versus Heaney, sure. Acuna Jr. at 59 is outstanding. Big fan of that. 
Uh, you got Judge, but if I'm going to pay for Judge, I'd rather save money and like a thousand plus to go to Stanton. That's just me. Springer went deep again last night. He's 54. I mentioned Whit Merrifield. He's 51. One of the more expensive pieces in Kansas City. Merrifield 51. Mondesi 48. Salvi 5K. Much different on Vandal. But uh, pricey. Still in play, but pricey. Now when he dropped down, starting Marte at 49 is interesting. But Stanton, I mentioned 48. I, I'd rather go 48 with Stanton than pay for um, Judge's price point in, in their matchup. A.J. Pollock versus the lefty. I like that a lot at 46. Same with Chris Taylor. So those two swinging really good bats, especially versus lefties. I'm not, they're not must plays. If you're playing the Dodgers, Pollock and Taylor versus Heaney is the angle I'd go in those matchups. But I do like Kyle Tucker at only 44 versus Cody. That's a nice price tag. I know I mentioned the reverse splits, small sample. Kyle Tucker's a beast, and I'll continue to roll that uh, roll that one out there at 44. That's a good price point against Cody. A few others to take a look at. If you are fading Tyler Molle, Eddie Rosario, Max Kepler, 41 and 4K respectively, good price points. Michael Brantley is only 4K versus Cody, another nice price tag. Same with Aaron Hicks at 39 versus Alcantara. So it's nice savings when you drop down a little bit. Alex Verdugo doesn't use a lot of power, but always getting on base, setting the table. If you think Boston gets to Kyle Wright, Verdugo at 39 is a very good piece of that stack. Good good uh, price tag there. Buxton at 38 leading off for the Twins versus Molle. I like Molle a lot. Buxton brings that GPP upside at 38. Uh, Brett Gardner, see where he's hitting in the Yankees lineup. He's only 35 versus Alcantara, so that could be a cheap piece of the Yankees action. Jackie Bradley Jr., sim- similar to Willie Castro, he's hit safely in all but three or four September games. Very, very consistent, hitting 342 over his last 10, averaging almost 10 points over his last 10. He's 3,400. He's been slowly moving up in that Boston lineup. So a nice, cheap piece of Boston. Like, even if you just go, like, you know, Bradley Endeavors or Bradley and Dahlback or something, two cheapies to get a part of that Boston Atlanta game that should pop off in a big, big way. But even if it's just a one-off with, with JBJ, he's cash viable and GPP viable, 34 on DK. I think he's, like, 27 on FanDuel. So, like, you can get him at 27 on FanDuel. You can get Alberto Montesi at 29 on FanDuel. Two great starting points for cash right out the gate. So that, that's phenomenal. Um, a few others to take a peek at, I guess. Willie Calhoun mentioned it yesterday. I haven't homered all year. The dude's really good. He's due. He went deep last night. He put up 23 DK points. He get a double-digit two-hit game. He's hit safely in five of his last six games. The dude can hit. That's never been a question. Just very inconsistent this year, battling injuries. If you're not using her kitty and say he's not striking guys out, he's putting the ball in play a lot. Calhoun at 32 is a very good value in a tournament on this slate. Uh, Victor Reyes. Another great cash game play. He's 29 on DK. He's less than that, I believe, on FanDuel. Leading off, hitting like crazy, setting the table like a Reyes, Castro. There's always value in Detroit, but Reyes at 29 versus Brad Keller. Very nice price tag on that one. There's a few others down here, like Jorge Soler at 27 versus the Bull. He could be in play. Pinch hit last night, got a double, so I don't like despise it by any means. The other guy, like Akiyama's 25. Okay, if you're stacking the Reds, I get it. John Birdie at 24. I mentioned him earlier. But the other guy I do like, see if he's in the lineup. Well, Jake Cave at 23 is interesting if you're stacking Minnesota. But uh, give me Franchi Cordero. He's down here at 23 um, on DK. He's 2K on FanDuel. He left with cramps yesterday. I imagine he's okay. But he put up a, a, like five, a four or five points last night. Double dong the night before. The dude hits the snot out of the baseball, and he's free. GPP only not cash, but very strong approach there. All right, let's wrap it up. Recapping your pitching on this slate. You got Darvish up top. Great matchup, but give me the savings to Kershaw. We'll cross our fingers that he goes the innings he's supposed to go. Lamette's a good tournament play. Just remember, seven inning game. You never know. They pretty much locked up their seedings. The fact it's a doubleheader makes it tougher to use all your bullpen in the first game. 
but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Heaney, Molly, Turnbull, middle pack, GPP only, upside. If you're making multiple lineups, I like I put it in the order of Molly, Turnbull, and Heaney for me. All have appeal in tournaments if you're multi-entering. Chris Bassett's outstanding. SP2 or SP1 on DK, you're using Chris Bassett. He's even viable on FanDuel. Um, or Kitty's a punt at 71 or Mitch Keller at 6K. So I like the idea of going Kershaw Bassett or Bassett or Kitty tonight. I think that's really interesting. If you really want to get weird and go Bassett Keller, that has some slight appeal as well. All right, if you're stacking it up on this slate, the Braves are by far my favorite stack. They should be everyone's favorite stack. I love the Braves tonight. Yankees are always in play as well, but give me the Braves in a big, big way. I like that quite a bit. Um, the A's have a high team total. Kikuchi, lefty's hitting 330, righty's 361. Started out the year as a big, big uh, talk of the town. Not so much of late. So uh, the A's can be interesting. Their bats are so inconsistent. So give me the Braves. Give me the Yankees up here. And then I'll play around. The Astros versus Cody is something I can definitely look into some more. I think the Royals and Tigers bring some nice value to their matchups against Turnbull and Keller. I think that's a way to go about it. And then the Red Sox versus Kyle Wright and the Marlins versus Jay Happ are two other ones I kind of want to dig into as some other lower-owned targets. You know, lefty's 417, righty's 343 versus Kyle Wright. So you can have some fun in those games. Remember the Red Sox and the um, Braves team total – a game total is 10. The Red Sox still have a team total of 4.3. The the Braves are approaching 6. So you can look that direction, but I want all the Braves. I want Freddie Freeman tonight. Uh, That's going to be locked and loaded and see where it goes from there. That'll wrap us up, folks. Another week of quick hits in the book. The regular season – of quick hits is in the books. I'll be back for some playoff action for you. I'll continue to be writing at rotoballer.com for the playoff duration, do all that fun stuff. But if you need any help, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric, help you out the best I can. Come join the free fantasy sports DJ Slack chat, doing all the good stuff for all the sports in there. And it's free. So just let me know. I'll get you in there. Also, if you give a rating review to the podcast on iTunes, MLB DFS quick hits, it would mean a ton. Check out the, uh, the YouTube video on rotoballer.com's rotoballer's YouTube page. Give it a subscribe there, and uh, good luck this week. Have enjoy your weekend. Week three football coming up. Got content over at Rotoballer for that as well. But good luck, everybody, and I uh, hope you guys had a great season. I had a great time doing it with you. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, September 25th edition. I'm out. Life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance because you'll feel protected no matter how the wind blows. Also, you can keep enjoying the home of your dreams. And our expert agents can help you save up to 23% when you bundle home with auto. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.